a full reset to rebound from burnout. I hear a lot of founders, post-MBAs, and veterans in transition talk about needing a break. I used to think I needed a break. Now I think I need better habits. Welcome to the 48 subscribers who have joined the Retained Learnings community over the last week. If you haven't subscribed, join the 508 growth-oriented young professionals on this journey by subscribing at retainedlearnings.io. Please feel free to hit reply to let me know your thoughts or forward this newsletter or podcast to someone you think would find it valuable. Introduction. In February of this year, I was exhausted. I had spent the previous two years getting kicked in the chest as I tried desperately to build a startup. The pandemic had taken a massive toll on me. I hadn't taken a vacation in years due to financial constraints and the feeling that I should constantly be working. I felt physically ill and tired all of the time due to stress. I had zero motivation to work out, no ability to focus for longer than a few hours. Still, I constantly stressed about how little I was accomplishing day to day. Fast forward a few months, I feel reset. I certainly don't feel perfect joy in my work, but I'm excited to be working hard. I'm exercising five days a week, sleeping through the night and feeling proud of myself for the first time in years. Turns out I didn't need a vacation. Instead, I needed a different work challenge and better habits. As I came out of my malaise, I found dozens of entrepreneurs, post MBA young professionals and military veterans who felt the same way. So I'm writing this article and podcast for those who need it, hoping that it will make a material difference in your life. Obligatory disclosure, this worked for me, but I'm not a psychiatrist. I see a therapist weekly and a psychiatrist through the VA occasionally. The following game plan helped improve my situation, but I had already committed to working on my mental health. Separating the effects of these steps from the growth mentality as it pertains to mental health is impossible. Regardless, I hope it works for you. Step one, start journaling. Write down how you feel every day. If you're serious about wanting a reset, start writing using a pen and paper daily with no distractions. The goal here is to understand how you feel, to make a concise but clear argument to yourself about why you feel this way. In short, you want to narrow in on the source of your malaise. Write how you feel each morning, how the day went, what was particularly good or bad. Journaling is therapeutic, but I certainly wouldn't call it fun. The primary purpose of this exercise is to help clear your, is to one, help clear your head. Writing what you're thinking and feeling allows your mind to let toxic thoughts go. You don't need to repeat shitty mantras to yourself a dozen times a day if you've cleared your head via writing. Number two, clarify your thoughts. Mulling over a situation in your head is challenging. There are typically too many points to consider simultaneously, but writing a persuasive argument to yourself is a potent medicine. It forces concision and you can reference this writing when needed. Number three, it opens you up to creative thinking. It's challenging to create space for creativity if you're constantly executing the day's plan. Writing can help open an avenue to creativity, which is essential for self-expression and new problem solving. Using journaling as an outlet helps me stay focused on the tasks at hand each day, rather than expending mental energy on what is outside of my control. Developing this habit is hard. I do it first thing when I get out of bed in this, in the same time, in the same place every day to ensure compliance. I wish I could take the time to revisit this practice in the evenings to capture the events of the day, but I haven't quite cracked the code on how to do so before bed with consistency. Writing with a pen and paper helps to clarify your thoughts. Give it a shot. 
Step two, extricate yourself from toxic situations. Take a break if possible. The next step is to recognize when you are in a toxic situation and extricate yourself from it. Hopefully by writing, you've clarified your decision-making process to the point that you can answer this critical question. Will my situation improve through consistent effort? Is this a short-term struggle that can be rectified with enough time, effort, and consistency, or are there fundamental issues that will not change no matter how much time and effort you devote? Toxic work environments are created by one, the people around us, two, the type of work we are expected to complete, three, the quantity of work, and four, our long-term outlook. Is your job taking a toll on your mental health? Are the people around you toxic? If so, take a break from that situation, if possible. Establish boundaries that keep work separate from personal time or take time off completely. When we step back from the daily grind, it's typically easier to notice our situation from a macro perspective. Once you've created space, take advantage of this opportunity to focus on self-improvement rather than being bogged down by others' needs and expectations. Step three, focus on physical health and start a wellness routine. Our physical health plays a dramatic role in our ability to show up mentally. I have various injuries as a military veteran, and I deal with pain every day. I struggled to build consistency in a fitness routine for years due to physical pain. Learned helplessness is the behavior exhibited by a subject after enduring repeated aversive stimuli beyond their control. It was initially thought to be caused by the subject's acceptance of their powerlessness This continuing attempts to escape or avoid the aversive stimulus, even when such alternatives are unambiguously presented. I believed myself impervious to learned helplessness as I had studied the psychological phenomenon in the past. Unfortunately, I was wrong. I suffered from learned helplessness after transitioning out of the military. Nobody could help me physically recover from my injuries and pain because I had already tried everything to no avail. Ultimately, I got a lot of my pain under control by combining therapies that worked. Quick plug for the book, Becoming a Supple Leopard. It's expensive, but it changed my life by teaching me how to move, how to stand, how to sit, and how to reset my hip joints. There was no quick fix, but consistent effort across different therapeutic channels paid dividends. Regardless of your physical limitations, spend time moving every day during this critical period. Simply going for a walk or doing some yoga every day is a great start. The book, The Body Keeps the Score, is a fantastic read, and the quick takeaway is that our bodies physically store trauma. One of the most surefire ways to feel mentally better is physical activity. It's among the most well-documented antidepressants. Train yourself to need the dopamine hit of physical activity, and on days you don't feel like doing it, put your workout shoes on, step out the door. Exercise for two minutes, and you'll go for 20. As with most things in life, getting started is the hardest part. Drugs and alcohol. In retrospect, I learned some terrible habits during business school, especially in my relationship with alcohol. I decided to cut alcohol out of my life entirely for a week in February. I knew alcohol to be a depressant and it didn't seem to be helping me. Moreover, I seemed to become a worse version of myself after a few drinks, not every time, but often enough that I noticed it. I haven't had any alcohol since then and I've noticed a massive difference in my sleep quality general disposition, physical fitness, and energy levels. It has made an enormous difference. Moreover, I'm proud of this streak. I never expected to quit alcohol, but now I feel a strange sense of pride when I pass on a drink. I honestly believe that alcohol is poison, and it was clouding my ability to perform at a high level. 
give a few weeks without alcohol a shot and see where you end up. Sleep. Six to eight hours of sleep per night is critical. I don't believe people who say they only need four hours per night. Numerous studies show that these people are doing severe long-term damage to their bodies and minds. Sleep deprivation will destroy your physical and mental health over time. Basic sleep sanitation can help dramatically. Wear a sleep mask to block out ambient light. Only use your bed for sleeping, not a place for other activities. Keep the room cold. Consistent times in bed and wake times each day. Check out Verb Labs Sleep Formula. It's a veteran-owned business that makes an incredibly high-quality product. Step four, focus on doing fewer things and do them well. Saying no is challenging for driven professionals. As you start to reach out to your network and be vulnerable with them, people will begin to offer you new opportunities. We hear about an opportunity and feel drawn to its possibilities. We envision ourselves happier, healthier, and wealthier without accurately accounting for one, the time requirements for new projects, and two, the switching costs. Even the most minor commitments become more challenging when they require us to mentally switch from one task to another. Practice saying no to non-essential things. Writing down your long-term goals provides an excellent framework for saying no to new opportunities. Declining opportunities is incredibly empowering as well. Instead of visualizing success when people offer you new opportunities, try to think about number one, is this truly a life-changing opportunity? Number two, am I physically and mentally ready to jump into it? The right opportunity at the wrong time is the wrong opportunity. Number three, is this the right opportunity for me? I'm only good at certain things. Does this opportunity make sense for someone with my skill set and interests? By focusing on the things that move the needle for your long-term priorities while declining opportunities outside of these goals, you'll find more creative energy to invest. In conclusion, I thought I needed to step back and take an extended vacation to recover from burnout. Instead, I just needed to add more structure, stop making excuses for ignoring my physical health, and spend my energy on projects that align with my skills and priorities. If you feel yourself approaching a dry well of fortitude, don't be afraid to step back and focus on your physical and mental health. You'll be surprised how quickly you bounce back. Thanks for listening.